Welcome to DLS Central. That's right, that's right. We're back for another episode doing a recap. And we got a lot going on. We got NFL, of course, uh, talking about uh, the, the big games that happened in uh, in week 14. And we also got NBA going on. Preseason has started. And so uh, we got storylines going on. We got a big a big signage that happened. Uh, so Giannis is locked up. So there's, there's a there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about. And then we got uh, TLC uh, coming up this Sunday WWE. So let's get to it. NFL. It was a great game between the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, unfortunately, my Browns came out on the losing end. Um, I kind of, I kind of figured that they would come out on the losing end uh, because the Ravens, again, they they give us problems. Uh, you know, of course, the the Ravens used to be the old Browns, uh, <laughs> and so they, you know, they they've had our number, uh, you know, mo- for most of the rivalry. Uh, but this one was this one was different. This was it was back and forth, um, and we had so many opportunities uh, to win this game, and it just ultimately the Ravens just made a, a couple of more plays than the Browns did. And uh, of course, Lamar, you know, with his heroic uh, comeback coming from cramps, everybody thought he had to go to the bathroom. But <laughs> you know, coming back from cramps, uh, you know, he did have COVID. So there's some people thinking that that uh, had something to do uh, with his issues. Um, but all I can say is it, it was a game for the ages, and it just in that in this uh, sense of things. Uh, the Ravens just they just came out on top and uh, nothing to be ashamed of. If you're the Browns, it's just things like that happen sometimes. Uh, but I'm so proud of them because they played their hearts out. I mean, and the thing about Cleveland is you want them to be competitive. And that again, I, I've said this before. Yeah, I've, I've said this before. Uh, they they just haven't been competitive for most of uh, the previous decade and uh, the decade before that. So um, it's like they they had flashes of competitiveness, but for the most part, they've been they've been pretty below average, uh, if not the worst team in the NFL um, for almost twenty years. But now. I mean, again, the pendulum swings. And so now it's something where people are paying attention to the Browns. And if they continue to build on this, if they continue to 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 coach, uh, well, if they to continue to develop good coaching and have good players that actually have talent and want to play there, the Browns will be a competitive uh, force to be reckoned with in that in that division and just in the NFL for a while. Um, and so with these kind of games, they were back and forth. Uh, the Ravens, again, they just, they had a, a little bit more in the tank than my Browns did. And so uh, we lost that one at home. So that that's an extra, that, that stings extra um, because the, you need to win. It's like that's the kind of game you want to win at home. So uh, it was 
it was not the outcome that I wanted, but I was proud of my boys and I'm glad they came out and, and competed. Now, next week, I think they have a little bit more. Uh, I mean, they're playing the Giants. It's, it's not a slouch game, but I think that they'll, if they gave the Ravens all they could handle, they should be able to to take down uh, the they they should be able to take down the Giants. So that that's what that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, with that. Now on to the next game. Patriots got shellacked by the Rams, and so with this, it looked like the the Rams were. Like this, this made the Rams look like they were back to their old self. Because uh, again, that that's been my narrative with the Rams; they just don't look right. There's something off. Uh, but with them being off, they're still nine and four uh, in that competitive division. So that's good. And looking at just how things are going, if, if the Rams uh, make the playoffs, then. It is really going to uh, be interesting to see how they do in the NFC. I feel like they could definitely go far, um, but then they, but the good news is that they, they clinched, you know, they clinched, they got a winning season. And so that's, what's really good uh, for the Rams. I mean, Cam Newton is just, this has been a, a terrible, terrible season for Cam Newton. I I mean, it, he's just he's not even the same guy right now. It's just what happened. It's like something seriously went wrong uh with Cam Newton. And I don't even think it's just that he's hurt. I think it has something to do um with just his 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 play. Um I mean, is it a system thing it could be? But for him to only muster 119 yards uh, passing in an interception, he only attempted 16 passes. It's just like, what are you doing? And I, I, I know Belichick is like, I cannot wait for this season to be over because I need a quarterback. So that that's really what's what was on my mind about the Patriots. I mean, they it's like they're not super terrible to. For them to be six and seven is saying a lot just about um, because they did lose so much. It does say a lot about how they're about their ability. Um, so they're middle of the road. But I mean, again, they, they had some big losses, especially when you lose Brady and, and some of the other guys and, and everybody's getting older. So it's just it was a tough loss for the Patriots. Now, Bears, I did not expect the Bears to whip up on the Texans like this, but uh, I think the Bears needed that just for a sense of pride. The thing about Trubisky, it just seems like he's he's cut from the cloth of Ryan Fitzpatrick, where if you're not expecting him to do anything, then, you know, he can show out. He can actually make some plays. A man went... He scored three touchdowns. He went for 267 yards passing. I mean, for Mitch Trubisky, that's a really great game. I mean, Deshaun Deshaun Watson on the other end, he didn't have a, a great game, but he didn't have a bad game either. He didn't 
throw an interception. Um, but it was about Mitch uh, today. But again, you're playing the Texans. The Texans don't really have the Texans don't have anything to play for right now. And so this was a game that Chicago was able to actually show out. Now, if it's a meaningful game, <laughs> especially one in their division, now it's a different story because now they actually have they they uh Mitch actually has to um to rise to the occasion and make some plays against some good teams and he just he can't do that. But they got the they got the win over the Texans. Cowboys, Bengals. This was a a good win for the Cowboys. I think this was a layup for them. They would have lost to the Bengals. It really would have been a sad story. Um, I mean, of course, you know their their season's pretty much over. I mean, nobody. Yeah, there's an outside chance uh, that they could still be in the hunt, but a lot of things have to go wrong for the Cowboys to <laughs> to 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 get in uh, the playoffs. So by all intents and purposes, Cowboys are out. But I mean, it was good for them to to get a feel good win uh, that they needed to. You beat teams that you're supposed to beat. Bengals are a team that they were supposed to beat. I feel bad for the Bengals because they lost they lost their main weapon. They lost Burrow. I mean, Burrow was was actually making them competitive where you had to actually game plan uh, for the for Cincinnati uh, because he had he had a little bit of an arsenal that you had to respect um, even though he was a rookie but now it's like he's gone you really don't have anything that will challenge anybody so I I feel bad for the Bengals there now the Chiefs and the Dolphins they went at it I'm looking at the score I think the first time I saw the score I was like what like how are the Dolphins up on the Chiefs? Like, how is this happening? How are they up 10 to nothing? I don't understand it. <laughs> like, I don't understand this. So that's that's really what uh what was uh confusing about this game. But the Chiefs, that's the, the, the scary thing about the Chiefs is that they just roared, they can roar back at any time because they have speed on their side. Um, they, they, they have Mahomes who can just make plays out of nowhere. I mean, their defense, they can't stop anybody on defense, but they do know how to get the job done. They know how to get in, uh, the, the end zone. And if you can't keep up with their scoring output, you're going to get blown out of the water. Dolphins, they were fighting with them. They were with them tooth and nail. And so I was really proud. Uh, to see how the Dolphins were fighting, but I'm just I'm like, who do the Dolphins have? What what is making them so competitive? Is I've never paid that much attention to the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, yeah, they got two of, but I just it's like, who else do they have? What kind of team do they have that they're this competitive? So it's it it was interesting to see that particular score uh but hey hats off to the dolphins they gave the chiefs all they wanted chiefs are still chiefs chiefs go to 12 and 1 um as they just roar um 
you know, forward. If they don't lose any more this season, it'll it, it will make total sense. I think the if anything, they're probably kicking themselves for losing to the Raiders. I just I just think that their defense didn't come to play that game, and they thought that their offense could just bail them out, and it just didn't happen. But I think now the Chiefs are recognizing that they have to play a, a complete game on both sides of the ball. So even though their defense is still suspect and is probably going to continue to be suspect, they they were able to um, it's like at least they know that hey you know we gotta we gotta take this thing seriously. But Mahomes, with that being said, the man threw three interceptions. <laughs> He threw three interceptions, just not his best game. But when you can throw three interceptions and two touchdowns and still come away with the win after that, I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it's just all you can do is throw up your hands and say, man, we we tried our best uh, to, to stop this man, and it just it didn't work. So uh, hats off to uh, the Chiefs. They're just they're dangerous and it is is amazing to see them play and i'm happy for the chiefs because they they were another team that was just not good uh or middle of the road for a long time and so for them to have a super bowl finally and then to uh because they had some heartbreak too uh where they've been a couple times uh, in their history of their team and they just haven't won and then um so so it's it's been heartbreak uh, but i'm glad they finally were able to to break through and it looks like they're going to repeat. <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know what team is beating them in a playoff situation uh, because they just, they're too dangerous. So it's like somebody would have to get hurt if, and you know, knock on wood, you know, God forbid, you know, Mahomes or, or Tyree kill or, or Kelsey or, you know, is that that's what would have to happen. Uh, for them to be in trouble of not advancing. So, but that being said, I don't see anybody else beating them. I really don't. All right. And so when we come back, we're going to break down some more NFL action. One moment. Hi, everybody. Damon here. And I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. And so next game, 
uh, that you know we were that happened this past uh, weekend. Uh, Buccaneers uh, taking care of business against the Vikings. They really needed that game uh, to keep them in playoff contention in the wild card, in the wild card hunt. They've been up and down uh, because they're still trying to get it together. There's still something off. I mean, and I've been thinking about this with Tom Brady. I, I I'm a Brady fan. I'm really I, I really enjoy uh to I really enjoy watching uh him play. And I guess for me it's really I just feel like I want this to be his last year. I really do. I know it's not going to be, but I want it to be his last year because I want to remember the greatness of Tom Brady. I I don't want him to be like so many other athletes that just that that stay beyond their prime. That that stay be like too long. I mean, even if you're you're um you're you're not in your prime anymore at least at least um like at least go out when you know while we can still remember your 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 greatness and to where you can actually um you know where we can remember you performing at a high level so that that's really what I want, and that that's why I want that to be his last year because he is still playing at a high level, but you know that there is a decline. It's like you can tell the decline, and I know uh, Kellerman, Max Kellerman, on uh, first take was talking about uh, the cliff. I mean, we might be starting to see the cliff um, with with Tom Brady, and that's why it's like, hey, get out. While you still can get out, get out while you still can. I know you want to play uh, midway into your forties, but dude, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> so I really do feel that. Um, I I really do feel like it's time for him to bow out. So, but that's that's the hope that. Um, that that he does retire, that he does give it a second thought, and just be like, eh, nah, I did everything I wanted to do. <laughs> I'm out. I I would be happy that way. We can really uh, appreciate his greatness and, and and even you know see him go into the next phase of his life. Because I mean, what do you have to prove? You got. I mean, he he's yeah. He doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. Like the man is definite, um, definite greatness personified. So it, it's there's nothing left for him to prove. Now, in terms of the game, I mean, it was a it was a it was a tough game. I think the uh, the Vikings did give them um, a a game. They gave them a challenge, uh, but in the end, the Vikings what killed them was they couldn't make a kick. They couldn't make a kick to save their life. I'm watching this game and I'm like, you guys should be up. It's like they missed the extra point. I'm like, okay, that's so they missed the extra point. And and then, you know, something else happened and then they missed the field goal. And then the buck as soon as the buck scored, I'm like, see, this is why you got to make these kicks. And then of course the you know, the Bucks they they start getting their momentum together. Um but 
the 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 Vikings should have had thirteen points um, because they but they missed those two. They, they it's like they missed the field goals, they missed the extra point. It just it killed them. And if you're the Vikings, when you think about that game, they they had they had chances to win, but they let it get away um, because of just a bad special teams. And if you're that kicker, I you just uh, you feel terrible. Um, and I know if you're, if you're the coach, you're, you're thinking, do I need to get another kicker? Because this is terrible. This is terrible. It was like, especially in a game that is, is semi meaningful. I mean, all games are meaningful, but this game, you, it would have helped, uh, if they would have won this game, but Bucks got it done and, uh, Still wasn't the best game, but they did what they needed to do. Cardinals and the Giants. This was a game that the Cardinals needed. Uh, that way they could show their stuff. They're still in a competitive division. So this keeps them in the hunt in their division. And uh, they have an outside chance, I guess, at uh, making the playoffs. But a lot of things um, you know, have to go right for them to win but it was good to see the the Cardinals play I mean with the Giants with everything that they've had to deal with of course they lost their young quarterback too but with everything they've had to deal with I I really like how hard the Giants are playing and so you gotta you gotta commend that I mean they're still they're still um probably leading uh their division um if the if the uh the Washington football team no, actually, the Washington football team is leading that division now. But I mean, they're they're right there with Washington. It's just they're they're a little behind because they lost to the Cardinals. Now, I don't want them to beat my Browns <laughs> next week. But if they if they find a way to beat Cleveland uh, next week, then that that and if the uh, the if Washington loses, then that ties things right back up uh, between them and Washington in that division. Now, Titans, they took care of business against the Jags. I mean, that that was a layup. Now, if the, tit- the Titans, are, they've been mostly good, but they've had some games where it's like, okay, did y'all guys show up for the game? Y'all just look like y'all had no desire to play football. <laughs> but they they showed up, and, and they took care of business. So they're 9-4, and four, and Titans, I believe that they're um, – they're in the lead in their division. And so that that's it was an important game for them to win just to just to stay consistent and, and honest. So uh Jags they had no chance on that. I, I don't know what's gonna happen with the you know with that team. They're probably gonna probably fire the coach and the GM. I mean maybe, maybe not, but it just for them to only win one game, that's just a that's a rough season uh for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Colts at the Raiders. Colts whooped that behind. <laughs> the Colts got up in the Raiders and dropped forty on them. So, and it's like the Raiders they they started out okay, but then they just they lost it. Whatever it was, the Raiders lost it. And but the Colts are the Colts are a uh, are the real deal. Uh, it's between the Colts and the Titans in that division. But yeah, for some reason, it's just like the Raiders, they just fell off a cliff. And 
something something's got to give especially uh with the division that they're in i mean i know they can't compete with kansas city but they've got to they've got to play better than that uh, the the seahawks they needed that win against the jets cuz seahawks have been floundering uh russell wilson hasn't really been himself but of course you got to look at the fact that it's like it's not like he has a lot of a lot of people blocking for him, uh, but they took care of business. Jets still go on thirteen. I tell you about the Jets. Uh, I was saying it when you get to this to 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 zero and ten. When you get to about zero and ten, zero and eleven, people are going to be playing you just as hard as they're trying to play uh, the uh, uh, you know a undefeated team or a super uh, Super Bowl champion team because they don't want to be the one to give you your first win. And so they're going to be playing their hardest because it's a pride thing. <laughs> it's a pride thing. No, you're not going to get your W on, on, on me, on account of me, uh, on my watch. So they Seahawks drop 40. On them. <laughs> it's like, nope. Try again next week. It's not going to be with us. So. I feel for the Jets, but hey, our team's been there. Browns, they've been they've been zero and sixteen. Lions have been zero and sixteen. It, it happens. They they'll be okay. Um, because oftentimes it seems like when you do go zero and sixteen, there it forces your organization to make fundamental changes, um, for the betterment. Because you look at Cleveland now. I mean, they're nine and four. Which is great. They've got a really good offense, and you know their, their defense is good. Uh, so, well, the defense isn't good, but they're they're decent. Our defense is decent. <laughs> that, that's what I want to say with that. But totally different culture. Well, they're, they're trying to build a different culture, and Owen sixteen is rock bottom. If you're an NFL team, so. They'll they'll learn from it. They'll grow from it, and they'll and uh you know who knows. Hopefully they'll get back to their competitive jet ways. Where you know because there were those seasons where the Jets were looking mighty good. Uh, so hopefully they get back to that. Now Packers and Lions. I knew that the Packers are gonna win this game just because they're better than the Lions, but it was close. Lions were really trying to come back. Um, and Packers kind of. Got lulled to sleep a little bit, but in the end, you knew the Packers were going to win this game. They're ten and three. Uh, again, they're going to take that division because no one else in that division really is a challenge uh, for them. But I'm glad that the Lions actually competed and just didn't roll over and just let the Packers have their way with them. So they fought, they fought hard, they clawed, and and they and they made it a game. Uh, for the Packers. But that's another thing that's been with the Packers. And I think that's what's causing uh, people to be concerned because they'll start out hot. They'll start out hot in all these games, but then they'll let the other team creep back into it. And so it's like their, their offense is great, but their defense can't hold the can't hold a lot of these leads and so if the lions were a much better offensive team then the packers would be in trouble but because the lions aren't they don't have the the weapons that they used to have uh, that's why the packers were able to to hold serve and i think eke this one out but if the lions had a dangerous offense 
Packers would be in trouble. And I guess that's what's going to give them problems in the playoffs um, because they can't, the defense can't take uh, like the the games off or plays off. They can't uh, because they're going to be playing a motivated team in the playoffs to try and get that Super Bowl. So if they continue to play like they played against the Lions and other teams, they might get bounced out of the playoffs uh, sooner than they think. Now, another game that I guess nobody really cared about uh, was Broncos-Panthers. Because both teams at this point, again, you're just playing for pride. Um, but the Broncos, they were able to pull out the win on that. Broncos have been scrappy. Um, they really don't have any uh, anybody that you really care to respect. But they go out, they ball, and they make it a game. They make it competitive. So that then that's what you want. Um, the Eagles, they, they found a way to beat the Saints. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts came in and and um and I think caught the caught the Saints by surprise uh and, and won this game. I know um it's probably he only had 167 yards in the T D, but he electrified them to the point where now even with the Eagles, it gives them something, at least a little bit of something, uh to smile about. If you're if you're an Eagles fan, uh, in anybody related to the organization, it's like they're you give them something to look forward to. So hopefully they can they can string together some things because they're again they're not out of the hunt in their division. So if they can amp it up a little bit, then they they might be able to make some noise late and and potentially create a road, but. I mean, it's unlikely, but there's a chance. Falcons, Chargers, Chargers eat this one out. This was this is another ugly game because if it seemed like both teams were trying to give the game away on <laughs> multiple times, uh, and and that's just that's the season that it's been for both teams. It's just that both teams have just given away. So many games, so many competitive games that they had many opportunities to win. Um, it's it's with the Chargers, is and the same thing can be said about the Falcons. They they've done it in different ways, but the Chargers should have a better record than they do. Falcons should have a better record than they do. It's just they're it's almost like they're um the the mirror image of each other, uh, except in different divisions. <laughs> so that that's what I'll say. I say I say the 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 Chargers are the doppel are the doppelganger uh, of the Falcons because they just both teams just shoot themselves in the foot. Now, a team that is surprisingly opening up a, a playoff berth for themselves is Washington. I mean. Who would have thunk it? But they're playing hard, and they're they're making plays, even though they don't have, they don't have a, a team name. And, and I, it's like for them to be called the football the, the Washington football team. I just I'm so mad at that. I'm like y'all could have came up with another way to to name yourselves. Just do a city a a, a fan wide poll. Uh, with 
and and with choices for choices and just have the people vote and then that that's it but to go football team that's just silly but chase young chase young led the way on defense and uh washington they were able to get the job done against the game niners team niners team is another is the 49ers are another team where just they just had um misfortune with injuries um they they lost probably almost half their team to serious injuries this year and that's hard to come back from but they've played hard and they and they've won a couple games that they had no business winning so it's like you commend the 49ers but they just it is just sad how things hit them this year from a um just from an injury bug standpoint. Now, uh, the the Steelers and the Bills, I mean, this was another shocker. Um, I would have actually picked the Steelers uh, to win this game because I just, I guess I don't fully believe in Buffalo. <laughs> I, I like Buffalo, but I just, I don't see Buffalo as a world beater, but they played hard against the Steelers and prove that uh, once again that they are a different Bills team that they've got the right stuff they're 10 and 3 and they're looking good they're they're a threat uh, and so uh the Steelers they now they're dropped to 11 and 2 now they got to start taking taking teams serious um because it's like they they've been winning these really tough tight games uh but and then some of them they just been they by the skin of their teeth they've been winning these things and so eventually that stuff runs out just like uh in speed jeff jeff daniels he he was like you know luck runs out <laughs> eventually and it does it does uh, you can only uh toe the line for so long uh before you get knocked off and so could we be seeing the Steelers weakening? Who knows? Who knows? Well, all right. Well, that was the end of uh, the NFL week 14. And so that was a, a great week. Look forward to talking uh, with about the NFL next week. And um, now when we come back from break, we'll talk about some NBA and some WWE. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppv. 
M-U-U-Z-I-C-T-Y-M-E dot com. It's time for music. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we got NBA going on preseason season going on. And I mean, the good news for uh, Milwaukee Bucks fans is that Giannis is locked in for five years. Um, And I think it's a good move for him. And it's a good move for uh, just the basketball team, because if they lose Giannis, they're going to plunge right back down into mediocrity. And it shows that he really is invested in the team uh, and in them being contenders for a long time. And him putting that trust uh, in the organization to sign that five-year agreement uh, means that they need to make sure that they don't waste his prime. I mean, he, he's not even really in his prime prime yet, but they don't need to waste this period. This needs to be a a very valuable period. They, that means if he's going to commit to that particular kind of contract, then they need to commit to making sure that they get some marquee guys around him that can help him get out of the East because the East just got harder uh, because not only does he have to contend with uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, but I mean, Miami's still there. Miami's going to still be there. They're probably going to get a little, you know, better uh, depending on what what James Harden does. If he goes to Miami or he goes to Philly, um, that could be a problem. Philly could, Philly's already going to be a challenge, but it's going to be even more of a challenge if they get Harden. Um, I don't think Brooklyn's going to get, going to get, um, James Harden because they like look you're gonna have to give up Kyrie or KD <laughs> we we not go we 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 not gonna uh, just let you just roll out of here uh, without getting one of them if we if we gonna go for James Harden but it's like Giannis and I mean you still got Toronto to deal with and Boston is is still uh, a problem so and I mean who who knows what other team might might crop up in the East uh, that might surprise some but. It's not going to be an easy road for him. And so not only do they have to build some things around him, uh, they need to build some 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 pieces that that will actually help them to go deep and really contend. Um, They the fact that they got up ended um, when they did was a shame because I felt like this was a prime window for them and. You know, in basketball, it's about windows uh, when it comes to to teams. Um, the Clippers they they have they they've had multiple windows, but they haven't they they failed to capitalize on those windows, and their window might be closing, especially with uh again, <laughs> especially with Golden State. Um, like with with uh, Steph coming back and and uh and Dre uh you know Dre back and um then LeBron and and the Lakers I mean they didn't get to meet this time but who knows if we don't I mean who knows if they can beat them uh the when they come when they come face face to face so 
And then you still have to worry about the Nuggets. The Nuggets are still going to be there. They didn't they didn't get weaker. Uh, you got you got Dallas creeping up behind because Luka's only going to get better. It's just so when you look at the landscape, I know I just went through, to both sides from the east to the west. But when you look at the landscape, that's why it's going to be so important for the Milwaukee Bucks organization to do right by uh, Giannis if you got a, a superstar that's going to commit to that kind of agreement in this type of 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 season of of uh player led uh I guess uh play uh, I guess player motivated trends where the players can dictate um where like the the terms of of certain contracts and things like that because uh, again you got LeBron LeBron doesn't lock into long-term contracts anymore. I mean, one, you got to consider his age, but for him, he's kind of changed the way free agency works because a lot of players are now aren't uh, locking in for those five-year deals unless they really want to be in that place. They'll sign a two-year with an option for three or, or you know, a one-and-one or something like that um, because they, they want to keep their options open. So for him to say, hey, you are – where I want to be, now the onus is on them uh, to to do what they need to do to make sure that what he did will, will, is rewarding. So that's that. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy for uh, Milwaukee. Now they just got to do something with it. The Lakers, you know, they um, they're continuing to roll and they're gelling. Um, and they got a new piece. <laughs> the Lakers got even stronger, if, if you want to believe it, um, because it's like one looks like Kyle Kuzma is is uh, having a good preseason, uh, which is which is important for them because I think last season uh, the production of Kuzma was up and down, and there were people that wanted him to be uh, to be traded, but. I think you need Kuzma. You need Kuzma on that team uh, because he helps um, with he he really does help with uh, the the team chemistry and gelling and and he's another weapon um, that you have at your disposal that you can use. So and I mean he's been leading the way. He's been really taking over in terms of this particular preseason. He's had great games and. Um, he just they need to continue to rely on him. But they got another guy. <laughs> they got another guy, uh, THT, Taylor Horton Tucker. This guy has been balling out. I mean, he he's a shooting guard for them, uh, which is something I think that um, that has been. I want to say a a position that hasn't been focused on. Uh, since the since the nineties or maybe the the uh like the the mid two thousands because again Michael Jordan was the the he he is and will be the king of the shooting guards um but it's to me it's a it's a lost position it's, it seems like uh starting from uh, not lost position but it's a less focused on position uh, because it seemed like the um like the past the past 10 years at least the focus has been on uh wing play 
like a wing play and power forward play. That that seems like that's been where the focus primarily is. And point guards, I guess, to you know, point guards are always going to be in play. But it seems like that, you know, the, the wing and, and, and the power forward position have, have really taken a center stage, uh, as if you will, in terms of that. Uh, but he is a baller and he seems like he's being he's consistent. He can get shots. He can he, he can make things happen. He can he can provide that off the bench support. And he could be a a, a microwave kind of of player uh, for the Lakers, uh, if, especially if they set him up right. Um, because then when you have that kind of player at your disposal for guys, when, when you sit down LeBron and you sit down uh, Anthony Davis, you still have a guy who can get you buckets. And that's, that's going to be important, especially in playoff situations, because uh, especially with guys like LeBron, like he's, he's like what, 36 or going about to be 36. He doesn't need to be like, playing 48 minutes like he, he doesn't need to play that whether it's playoffs or or a regular season like you need to be able to give him uh the proper rest so that when he is in the game he can make maximum impact but if he's got to exert all of his energy uh to keep you in the game and he can't go out uh because if he goes out, then your offense just totally falls apart. Then that's a problem. So it is good that he's the kind of guy that can get buckets and and keep the team, you know, going. So that was good. He's been showing out preseason. Uh, we got to see how how he continues to to develop and build. Uh, but they've they've got a loaded team. I mean, I don't. It's, it's to me, it's their. It's their championship to lose. I know uh, with KD and Kyrie in Boston, everybody's like, oh, well, not Boston, uh, Brooklyn. Oh, they about to win it all. I mean, we don't know. To me, the main thing is about Kyrie and KD is can they stay healthy? Can KD make it through a 82-game season and, a, um, and through the Eastern Conference? If they can make it through – that grind then that will he he will be uh considered the anomaly as it come as it comes to achilles injuries um so that that's that he he's got a lot to to deal with on his end just to even get to a a playoff situation with the lakers in the nba finals what you talk about kevin durant uh so it's it's something that I think everybody's going to keep their eye on, but I'm excited to have KD back, and I just feel like the NBA is balanced. <laughs> I feel like the NBA is balanced, and we're going to really see some um, some exciting gameplay. So that's that. Uh, James Harden, James Harden, man, you know all this stuff is coming out. I mean, he's a superstar, and so it's I kind of I kind of agree with. Um, with Stephen A's take on it it's he's a superstar so he should have some level of power but it's it's not about him having power it's how he's using the power and that that's really uh the issue it's like if you're if you're you know being late to things and holding up 
uh, meetings and and production and things like that. Yes, you're coming and you produce, but it's about the other stuff, too. It's not just about, OK, I, I, I dropped 30, I dropped 40. That's important. But I mean, all those other things matter, especially and then when you when you consider the fact that for all his his regular season um, accolades, it hasn't produced a championship. And so when you do have to look at that, like, hey, man, you give it. Yeah, you you get us to the playoffs, but you can't get us to the grill. And that's the test for James Harden. Now, can you get a team to the grill? All this regular season stuff is great. It's great. But if you don't have a ring, then I don't want to say it doesn't mean the thing, but it diminishes the thing. <laughs> if you don't have a ring, it diminishes whatever thing that you accomplish in a regular season. Because folk, the, the primary result is, okay, if, you, if you're going to be the MVP, you always an MVP contention. We need to see MVP in when it, when it really matters, when it really counts, and that's in playoff action. Can you get us to the Eastern Conference Finals? Can you beat, you know, can you get us to the the the, uh, the NBA Finals? Can you win the NBA Finals? Because again, it's not just about getting there; it's about winning it. LeBron got there, what ten times? He only won four because it's hard to win a championship, um, especially contending depending on who you're going up against. Um, you can just like with any sport. It's like I think. Uh, you know, with the with the NFL, it's like Buffalo made it several times to the Super Bowl because they had a good team. But when they got to the to the championship game, they couldn't they couldn't capitalize. They couldn't win. And so it's like you can get there, but can you win? And so that that's really the expectation for James Harden. We know how good you are. We you know we know how well you can ball, how well you can play, but. We need you to win. We need you to win uh, the the championship now. That that's what's important. Can you lead us to a chip? And if you can't do that, after a while, eventually your value does go down, and people people start to to lose faith in you as a player. And yes, you can give us thirty. Yes, you can get us to the playoffs. But when you when you disappear in the playoffs. It really hurts your your value uh, to a team. So that's my thoughts on that. And I mean, as far as Kyrie goes, I mean the whole pawn, <laughs> the whole pawn statement. I mean, I wish he wouldn't have said it like that. I just think, and, and everybody's talking about, oh, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. It's like, and that's all well and good. He can be a good guy, but say something that doesn't need to be said. That that's really the thing. It's like it's not about you being a a good guy and you do all this for charity. That that's great. That's important. But that doesn't cover up the fact that you are saying things that 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 hurt yourself and your image rather than help your image. It's like it's there are certain. You don't have to answer every question that the media gives you. You can say, no, you know, no comment. Next question. Um, but that doesn't mean you say I don't talk to pawns because now you put yourself in a situation where you're you're 
the the media is your enemy rather than uh you know than a benefit to you it's, it's, it shouldn't do that because the media can hurt you if if you don't allow it to help you um again you you talk about you know not talking to pawns pawns can can turn into to to uh rooks and and knights and bishops and queens if you let them get <laughs> if you let them get too if you if they advance too far so um again you you might see them as small in stature but if they get to a certain point and they can level up then it's going to be a problem for you so that's a lesson to everybody who thinks that oh this you're just a pawn and such and such pawns are heavily involved in the end game you know they can block progress they can t- they can take pieces they can take big pieces um so don't don't underestimate a pawn pawns are going to be there pawns are usually there when the other bigger pieces are gone so don't don't underestimate the media yes the media can trip sometimes and the media has to learn boundaries but don't underestimate the power of the media. Um, and so it, cause if you do, you hurt yourself. So that's that that's NBA. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about that. And also we got, uh, we got uh, WWE TLC coming up uh, this weekend. A lot of good matches. I, I like the lineup uh, that we have for uh, this upcoming event um you got roman reigns going up against kevin owens you talking about now to me this match needs to get color <laughs> this match needs to, like can can we get some color on this one we we need to see some crimson uh because both guys are touting such violence like with this with this kind of aggression between these guys there has to be some some blood. I mean, that blood is a part of wrestling. I know we in this era where, oh, you know, Vince is trying to be like, no, no blood. I don't want to see that. Blood is blood can be meaningful in certain situations. And so that it, it's it's important, I think, for this type of match. And, and to me, matches like like, uh, you know, Hell in the Cell is like it doesn't really mean it doesn't have the same magnitude without the color um, because the color helps tell the story. So, you know, cause if not, it's like, man, you go through this, this destructive structure and you come out with no blood. How does this happen? <laughs> How does this happen? Like you got to come out there with a, with, with some blood or something. So, but yeah, Roman against Kevin Owens, uh, McIntyre, uh, you know, he's going up against, uh, Who's he going up against? He's going against AJ Styles. Uh, is going to be really good. Um, and, you know, Asuka, she's going to be facing, I uh, think, uh, who's Asuka going to be facing? I think, yeah, Asuka's, uh, I guess, taking on uh, Shayna and, um, and Nia, I guess, with the tag team partner. Um, you know, Sasha and... Uh, I think Carmella just matched up, uh, but we it's like it, it's going to be a really good pay-per-view. You got Fiend, Randy Orton. That one's going to be really good. Uh, Street Profits against Dolphin and uh, Robert Roode. That might actually be a um, 
a scene, a, a show stealer, uh, because both of those guys can show out. And um, I'm I'm excited to see what like what they do, you know, what happens. So, again, we we, we got a heavy we got a heavy card. We got a lot of a lot of good things going on. Um, and it's, it's going to be like, I like TLC as the, as the last, uh, show of the, of the year. And usually they do, they do go out with a blast with TLC. So that's that looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Oh yeah. New day going to go, go against the hurt business, hurt business. They're going to stay strong for a long time. Uh, that that's what's going to be good with the hurt business. So um, that that's going to be excited. I, I like what they're doing with Big E. Uh, Big E is uh, getting stronger and stronger. And NXT wise, Karrion Cross is back. He he's not a good guy, um, but he but he makes NXT really interesting. Um, he's he's like the White Walkers, you know, with Game, with Game of Thrones. He makes things really interesting. Um, but yeah, and then on the last note, R.I.P. to Zeus, uh, to Debo, to uh, you know, to to uh, to, uh you know, to to uh, you know, Tommy Lister. Um, sad that he passed away. A uh, good guy, you know, believer in Christ. So, uh, you know, my prayers out to his family. But I, when he first came on the scene on No Holds Bart, I was like, that dude is money. <laughs> and I mean, he had a great, you know, a great career. And so, uh, you know, my heart goes out. And I always remember him in No Holds Bart. I mean, the, yeah, I liked Friday, but I, I'm, I really remember him as, uh, as Zeus. And then, you know, when he did the stuff with WWE as well. So um, that's that. Talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, subscribing and tell a friend, you know, tell them to listen in to DLS Central. We're talking about things and, and we continue to grow the show. Uh, thank you for your, your for listening support if you can. And um, we're going to keep the content going. God bless you. Take care. The Lord loves you. Remember, accept Christ for it's too late because time is running out. You still got a chance. Doors open for salvation. Don't late. Don't wait till it's too late. Accept them today. All right. Take care. God bless. Peace out. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site. Pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way.